This is episode one of the stack. Uh, <laughs> we got our own special effects and everything. It's pretty legit. Um, tonight we have uh, me. I'm Matt. Uh, we have Evan. Uh, we have Shane. Hello, hello. And we have Josh. Hello. And <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <laughs> uh, so the first uh, the first map that we're on is Rialto. We're defending, so I'm fair going for the boops as always. Um, and the first question. Yeah, that's right. Um, the right, so first, what are we talking about tonight? First question we're talking through is thoughts on Ash. BlizzCon just happened. Ash was just announced, and so in terms of General impact on the game, excitement levels, selling the Funko Pops on eBay, any of those things. <laughs> General thoughts on Ash. Uh, first of all, the uh, cinematic was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I was I was so pumped with it. Yeah, I kept thinking I, uh, of how uh, McCree has sort of been reduced in its in his play. And so it felt like they kind of spent Sounds all their time. Oh, there's a widow on the entrance as well. Um, Monkey back line. All right, widow down. Uh, it felt like they spent their time uh, fixing McCree by creating a new character. <laughs> McCree 2.0. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, she kind definitely awesome feels though. like a. Slower oh, fire, nice. but longer range, McCree? Mm -hmm. Yeah, More well, mobile. Daniel made an interesting point uh, on our Go chat earlier off. today about being like a counter-widow, which mm -hmm. I think is I think is good. I mentioned Fair it was going to be out. good for Overwatch yep. League, because um, it's so widow-heavy, mm -hmm. or at least was curious, at the end of Season 1. Josh, what your thought is there, though, because when he, he said that, I'm curious how you see her countering her. Ooh, Sombra on the back line. How, how does she counter Widow? Right. Like, what is uh, it about her kit that you feel like counters her? Oh, she's got a lot of mobility. She's got, basically has Widow's Grapple. I'm dead, there's a hog in that room. Um, she basically has Widow's Grapple with that coach gun. So she can get up uh, to have high visibility. And depending on how much damage, I don't know what the actual numbers are on the damage per shot that she has when she's aimed down sights. Um, but if it's a one-shot kill with a headshot on a Widow, then it's absolutely a, like a counter-Widow pick. Yeah, it's interesting. It felt like oh, a little nice. bit of a, um, there's a little bit of a mid-range soldier game, but with the headshot capacity. Yeah. So, I got yeah, it. Right the, there's a Roadhog in the back. It feels like she's, she will have... It feels like she should have more range than McCree, and if that's the case, like he's already able to nearly contest a Widow with mm -hmm. his range. Yeah, with a um, good shot. He just doesn't have the damage per shot, uh, but if she does... Um, I think, at the very least, a good Ash will make things really uncomfortable for um, a Widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that could put pressure dead. on it. Thank yeah. you. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I could sure see the she's pressure. Gonna... Yeah, for sure she's gonna put pressure on snipers. I actually saw a clip on, uh, I don't remember where it was, but it was Ash taking out all three snipers in one game. <laughs> um, and like back-to-back -back type of thing. Uh -huh. And so I think that's gonna be how she's used. Her mobility allows her to do that, kind of get in places where you're not normally able to get into. Hog ulting main. But what do they call that? The hip gun that she has? What do they call that thing? Which one? There's a... The, the small gun that she uses to it's the knock coach. back people. Coach gun. That's right. Yes, I have the coach her. gun allows her to. It's almost like a boop, like a Lucio mm -hmm. type oh, boop. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I saw yeah. a clip online that was really interesting. She can actually boop herself back onto the map. Like, she doesn't have to hit something with it to get that momentum. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw, and I don't know if they're going to fix it, I don't know if it was a PTR only thing, but this guy got booped off, and he turned and booped into the air, and it pushed him back onto the map. 
Wow. I got Monkey on me on the back line. Uh, he's ulti. Uh, they just used Lucio. He's orbed if you want to target him. Uh, uh, I got people something. in front here. I'm gonna shatter payload. No, I'm not. Sombra on the back line. Only 50 seconds left. Contest. Oh, I got hacked out of my ult. Yeah, I I think her abilities are super fun. I think that um, she's going to be a really interesting addition to the game. Mm -hmm. I also just mm -hmm. love the lore. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, for we're, sure. We're not introduced to a ton of it, mm -hmm. um, yeah. but there's just, like, snippets that m are super intriguing. I actually haven't watched the, uh, the, like... The backstory the, uh, origin video, yeah. The origin video is super cool. Um, it's more cartoony. Mm-hmm. Um, Sombra in the left? Oh! Yeah, basically she... I mean, I, do you want me to tell you the details? Do you want to watch well, I watched the developer update, so I, I heard, like, just, like, 15-second close notes. Okay. Yeah, so basically she grows up in a rich in a rich family and has everything but one of the clips that they show is her sitting at this like super like giant dining table that you'd picture in a mansion and she's wearing a birthday hat and there's two Wrecking ball going pieces up top. of two pieces of birthday cake and she's sitting there by herself almost like her parents are just absent from her life hmm. and so in one shot they just give you a ton of you know background information mm. that you're kind of you know parsing yeah. through and, she, and basically, I think later on in that story, she says some people are born into a great family and others have to f seek it out for themselves. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. So she's created the Deadlock Gang as like a surrogate as a family. family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Moncorn backline. Oh my gosh. This Sombra is absolutely devastating me. Um, I think the biggest, well, we haven't talked at all about the dynamite yet, uh, which I think well, is a really interesting addition. Yeah. I, was I say, love the damage Bob? over time. Yeah. Damage over time is cool, which I mentioned on our thread is interesting that they've pulled Torb into a damage over time as well as Ash. So I, I don't know if that was a focus of theirs or not. I think it's a fun new addition to the game for sure because it's a totally new element. Yeah. Um, I was playing her a little bit today on the PTR, and um, it's super work. interesting because you are like you find yourself seeking out a health pack and knowing you've got a timer before you die. <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, you see your health declining, and you know, like yeah. I'm going to die if I don't yeah, get a health pack or get healing. Yeah. Um, it's real. And so it's it's just a totally new, you know, addition to the game that I've never really had to think through before. Uh huh. Can you out can you out heal it? Like, does it go away over time? Yeah, you can just... out heal it. Like, so I was on the payload nice for one of them. Um, I was on the payload. Yeah, Widow straight back. Offense, and so it was, you know, the payload's healing me as the bomb is or the dynamite is uh, damaging me. Mm -hmm. Um, it doesn't. The payload doesn't outheal the damage done, mm -hmm. um, but it's enough to kind of compensate for it. Okay. Um, Sombra's left side somewhere? You so can't... It... I don't think you can remove the effects, but if you grab a health pack, you do. Okay. Is it is it the comparable health pack to... Removes uh... it. The health pack removes the, um, the adverse effects. Huh. Oh, okay, so it's like, a, like Zarya's bubble removes Zenyatta's orb of discord situation? Yeah. Hmm. And I don't know about that. Like, I don't know if the... Oh, um... Molten core on the payload. Yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> Unrelated to Ash. Oh, and Hammond bombs. Man. Wow. Widow. Um, is it uh, is it kind of similar to a Moira orb in terms of damage done? Like, will my whole Hanzo less, die? I think it's. I think it's less. I think it's slower paced than mm. um, than Moira's. Mm, okay. Um, but Moira's moves away from you, whereas mm -hmm. this just constantly stays. Yeah, on yeah, you. it's just on you. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, all in all, I think she's a great addition to the game. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. really excited to see how she changes the meta for sure. Yeah. Well, be and fun. between between the coach gun, between the dynamite, which is a, by all accounts more effective when you shoot it midair, like it seems mm -hmm. like she's a little bit of more of a high skill hero. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Jeff was making yeah. fun of us because we're all terrible, but um, at BlizzCon saying it's a high mechanical skill, <laughs> and he knew we could do it. But, um, but yeah, that is interesting to introduce. Like that's kind of understood with her kit. But, um, so here just for some numbers, real quick, um, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the Overwatch Gamepedia and mm -hmm. <clears throat> the Viper. Automatic fire is three rounds a second that does 20 to 40 damage. I'm assuming that depends on whether it's a critical hit or not. Um, and then scoped is one round a second, and it's 42.5 to 85 damage per shot. Hmm. Okay, so, so two still... headshots. Two headshots yeah. to kill most squishies. Yeah. And then for the dynamite, the explosion on the dynamite is 30 to 75 damage. I'm assuming that depends on how close you are to the epicenter. Mm. The burn is 100. Okay. And then self, self damage. Oh, I guess that's, oh, that's to right. Ash specifically. 65 to 87.5 damage. Okay. Yeah, so the, the dynamite cannon damage or her Ash as well. If you're too close. Yeah. Which so it does, I actually yeah. like. Yeah. So it does less than something. Moira's 400,000 damage per orb, but... <laughs> what are you saying, Shane? I was just going to say, I saw someone make a comment that, like, if your own Bob is slept, that you could wake him up by shooting your own dynamite next to him. Huh. And it oh. made me wonder, oh. like, I know she I know she can hurt herself with her dynamite, but does she hurt her teammates? Interesting. Hmm. Or is Bob considered an extension of herself? I would, oh, guess that's that. a good... I would guess Bob is, can... is an okay. extension of herself. It feels kind of philosophical now, all of a sudden. <laughs> um, and so Bob it has 1,200 health. His charge damage is 120 impact. His arm oh, cannon man. damage is 112 per second, which is 14 per bullet, or 1,092 overall. He fires 8 bullets a second. And he lasts, unless he's killed, he lasts for 10 seconds. Damn. Bob is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Bob is life. Yeah. Bob I love awesome. Bob so much. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty great. Man. All right, well, I'm sure we'll talk more about Ash as yeah. she's introduced to the game and yeah, as we see her really. played. But so far, thumbs up or thumbs down? Uh, thumbs way up. Yeah. As many thumbs as possible. Oh. As many th All of the thumbs. Yeah. yeah. So Such I played consensus. her on the PTR earlier today. My only concern is the translation to console, since we played mm -hmm. con on console a lot. Um, I think on the PC, she's incredible. Mm -hmm. And it, it, the control felt amazing. Um, mm -hmm. I'm really yeah, curious really how it's going to translate. Yeah, that's a fair point. So to be determined then on mm -hmm. console. But thumbs up on, on the PC. Yeah, I don't. I'm curious. I don't. I don't remember what my angst was for something like a Moira or a Sombra early on. I feel like she's gonna be a good addition to the game, but not crazy imbalanced. I feel like Bob might be, but um, I don't get the sense that she's gonna just overload the game with frustration. No, I feel like she's a more balanced hero than most mm -hmm. of the ones that are introduced to the game yeah. first. And part of yeah, it, I well, guess, it does is feel like she's building oh, on a mechanic that already exists. You know, like Brigitte is introducing a brand new mechanic, and so that's part of where it was so frustrating. Is it's like, how do I deal with this? Because I never had to. And so she's, she feels like pretty standard stuff, in the sense that we've already had to figure out how to deal with it. Yeah, no entirely new mm -hmm. mechanics. I guess Bob is the new mechanic. Yeah, like, he kind of feels like an overpowered turret. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and he Jeff seems like the that. thing that's ripe for most, uh, the most fine-tuning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah.
Alright, I'm going down to the point. Alright, I'm joining you. Turret's out. Boy. Oh, there's one. Where'd you die? There's the on the ramp. Oh, Arisha's one. Bring me back. Nice, nice. show. This is our point. All right, this feels like a good time to move on to our next topic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what else do we want to talk Segway. about? Segway. Yeah, let me get to a safe Besides spot. Besides the fact that we're on Ilios and owning. Yeah. Okay. I hate ruins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have um, Yeah, the other thing we were going to talk about, there are two other, but the next one uh, was going to be BlizzCon. Uh, a couple of us were able to go this year, Josh, Evan, and myself. And so I've never been to BlizzCon, and so that was a totally we new experience. We were all first-timers, right? All three yeah, of that's us. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... And then Shane, you watched it from home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is my second virtual ticket BlizzCon experience. Okay. Oh, where does that come from? Oh, man. So, I, like, I think for me, generally, oh. kind of broad view, first take, you know, just overall. Good experience, bad experience. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I really it was enjoyed it. Far behind. It was a lot different than I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. so the what did you expect was, going into it? I expected it to be like a better version of watching from home. Mm. Like, oh cool, I'm actually live in the arena watching instead of watching it on TV. But what in I terms of like, did you expect like fewer like venues, like fewer halls? Or what do you no, mean? What honest... do you mean like? I, I meant like a better viewing experience, like it would be more fun being there live. Like some things, some things you can appreciate on TV, but they're better live. Um, a weird comparison I think would be like theater, like going to the theater is better. Okay, than, I'm on point. Oh. Um, oh, I'm gonna get to you. No, I'm not. I'm dead. Oh, there's a turret too. Yeah, so for you, live experience um, was... Yeah, so li I was expecting like the live experience of watching the Overwatch World Cup and watching, you know, the uh, developers talk about the game and upcoming changes. Like, I was expecting that to be more exciting, and I honestly just didn't even spend a lot of time doing those things. Mm. Mm. I enjoyed mm -hmm. interacting with people, seeing the crazy cosplay, going to the Dark Moon Fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Demoing, and spending like, lots of money. A, and spending lots of money, for sure. <laughs> um, but like, even like being able to demo Ash with a bunch of random strangers sitting there. There's you know 400 computers and you're playing six v six and a room mm -hmm. full of people. Um, mm -hmm. It was just fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was an. I don't know I mean, if I can pick one highlight. Yeah. I, I think the the consensus for me was. I don't know if you can have one person consensus actually, but the, <laughs> the, the consensus the, at least for in my mind. Yeah. All of my thoughts <laughs> coagulated into this or one that. statement. Um, I I felt like there was a lot more like community involved in the whole thing than I expected. I just sort of thought that there was gonna be a bunch of people who like playing games, but not not sort of this connection because of that. And so, obviously, they amped it up a lot. That was kind of their big tagline and, and phraseology for everything. Um, but it really was like, you know, one of their sayings was, there are no strangers here, just friends you haven't met yet. And it was mm -hmm. really interesting. You know, we were watching StarCraft, and I know nothing about StarCraft other than some Finnish guy was going up, okay, apparently against the history of the country of South Korea. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and it was exactly, like, yeah. we all sort of were, like, engaged and and super intrigued as to what was going on and also asking each other like what is that flying fish thing is that good or is that bad and, you know like none of us knew <laughs> but we were all like in it together to root for something that they told us we should root for and so um same thing with all the demos and everything it was just yeah there's just a cool group of people that were kind of sharing the experiences i didn't even know yeah, about the well, I was just—I didn't even know about the Dark Moon Fair until we were driving down, 
and that turned out to be the thing that I enjoyed most probably. And I think a lot of it was around that concept of just hanging out with people and, you know, somebody's looking for a Lucio badge and so now all of a sudden I am too. See if I can help them out, yeah. you know? So it's like You're gonna help them get a Lucio yeah. badge. Yeah. I think the interesting thing too is you talk about community and one of the things we joked about was like, Oh, we're gonna stand in line to go stand in a line. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was kind of a common a common thread. Yeah. But like that was part of that was probably the most fun part was just having conversations with random yeah. people and being like, Oh, who do you mean? Yeah, you know, right, right. Tell me about Heroes of the Storm, which I'm apparently supposed to call HOTS. Right. Like, <laughs> I know yeah. very little about this game, yeah. but you are super into it. I want to know more. Yeah. Explain, you know, are you a casual player? Are you a competitive player? Do they have competitive? Like, yeah. I'm learning about Blizzard games that I yeah. didn't care anything about. Yeah. And I probably won't play much. Um, but it was fun to just, you know, talk to people about it and hear their passion for yep games like I'm passionate for games and it was just in a different I don't know, venue yeah totally oh dear there's fire and I just got obliterated by Pharaoh she's out nice shot yeah I agree I mean it it was it was odd um it was comforting, but odd that like everyone was just so nice. Yeah. Like usually <laughs> gamers don't have that the greatest reputation for yeah. being cordial, pleasant, anything of the sort. Yeah, really, um, anything of any type toward other people. Yeah, <laughs> and so it was just it was just nice and like kind of reassuring that like yeah, not everybody's like oh, there's a fair just standing on point firing rockets. Um, the Blizzard gamers, on the whole, at least the ones we came in contact with, were super friendly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really impressive. The just the overall positivity and inclusivity of the community. Mm -hmm. It's a that's a rare find mm -hmm. in our culture. Ignore the differences and ignore things that are you know. Mm -hmm. Just come together for a common bond of video games. Yep. Except for the Diablo fan. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just. That was super interesting. I don't know Diablo. I don't care about Diablo, but apparently people are unhappy with them. Yeah. Yeah. It. <laughs> it does. It does seem like mo a mobile game was not exactly what they were hoping for. Yeah, that's what I heard. Nice yeah. job, guys. Yeah, ruins is stupid. Um, uh, having been to E3 a couple times, uh, I will say that it was fairly standard in terms of like what I expected from a convention standpoint. Okay. Um, it was. I think we all agreed that the, from a logistics point of view, it was fairly poorly executed in terms of like knowing where to go and what to do and like where to stand, where to line up for what, and all of that. So mm -hmm. there was some frustration involved in that, especially since it's only two days, mm. whereas E3 is three days. Most conventions are longer than two days. Mm -hmm. um, and so when you're spending valuable time standing in the wrong line, I mean, <laughs> that that matters. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Well, and I think as rookies, that is how we all felt. We all agreed. Yeah, sure. I could see, though, next year, if I've gone before, it's like, oh, I know what to do. I generally know where to go. Where yeah, to I know how to get know. into this arena we can go through this way to get here and mm -hmm. just stuff stuff you don't think about when you're when you're there you for the first no time idea. Mm -hmm. and it's huge they use the entirety of that convention center yeah yeah when you said it, it's similar to e3 would you say it's similar to e3 in in terms of scope and size um yeah i think scope and size and just kind of the general like the way that things are set up okay I mean, it's it's basically like E3 there. for Blizzard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, you know where to stand and where not to stand and those sorts of things. Um, I think part of the reason was they ch they increased security mm -hmm. and they changed that. They added metal detectors, which they hadn't ever had before, and so everybody had to be screened and go into metal detectors before entering the facilities, mm -hmm. which I really appreciated. I mean, I know that I I mean I. I felt super safe once I was there. It was frustrating having to wait, mm -hmm. um, but I think that, you know, there was an issue at a 
uh, Madden tournament earlier this year. Mm. And I think that was kind of a yeah. reaction to that. Mm. Um, oh, absolutely. And so a worthwhile, you know, wait, if you will, um, to make sure that everybody's safe. Mm -hmm. I think there's a much better way to organize it, though. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm, so I'm curious. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Well, I'm, I'm curious from Shane's perspective. So obviously you were not physically present, but what, uh, in terms of the virtual ticket, and then also with some of us being there, was that a different dimension to the overall experience? Uh, Shane might have popped out for a minute. Okay. <laughs> so, questions to be asked later. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, the kind of the summation for me would be, what was your favorite, favorite element? What was the one thing that... Maybe even, like, what would be the thing that would cause you to want to go back again next year? And it may not be, just be one that's that compelling, you know, enough to want to go back, but, you know, what's the one, one big highlight that you would say, man, that was a really cool <clears> thing? I mean, I think one of the things is, like, just hanging out with people that love mm. games as much as we do. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest thing to me, and then I think just... I mean, there's so much fun to be had in in a community like that, like mm -hmm. trading silly patches and pins and you know mm -hmm. Funko Pops and all of the different you know yeah like swag that you can get. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, it's it's silly and irrational at points, but that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I'm definitely I think. a sucker for the exclusive items. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I really enjoyed the, um, I think just the energy around everything. Um, yeah, trading badges or pins. It's like, wow, everybody's really excited about trading badges or pins. I mean, okay, I'm on board. <laughs> um, but even when we were watching the, the StarCraft finals, uh, we were watching what everyone was touting was, you know, this is going to be the potential for history. And um, it was a horrible play of the game. Uh, sorry, guys. Um <laughs> And, uh, and then all of a sudden, like, we hear this, I mean, incredibly loud roar from the WoW Arenas section. And it's like, oh, man, like, I want to be over there, too. And so mm -hmm. just the... Something exciting is happening. Yeah. Me. And it's like, and it's everywhere. Like, you know that the Overwatch Arena is going crazy, and you know that StarCraft's going crazy. Diablo, again, they're just kind of bummed. But a WoW is going crazy, and it's like, I don't even understand all of what's causing this. But I'm super on board. And so I think that was a big part of the fun for me. It was just a bunch of people, like, all in, engaged in the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think the... I was just going to say so the height of that. that. That's all good. Oh, no worries. Um, the height of that for me was, was, you know, we finally got into the Overwatch Arena for opening ceremonies. And just kind of the, like, the build-up to that... Um, because that's like that's where most of the big announcements and reveals mm -hmm. happen and just sitting in a space with i don't know how many people were in there but it, it was packed out so there, there were a couple thousand people in there at least mm -hmm. um and just you know being with everybody who's who are freaking out communally <laughs> over like you know i mean we were mentioning like there are cinematics for games we don't even play and we were like man that was awesome <laughs> i don't know what happened there but i'm so yeah. hyped that skeleton was a janitor i don't know why but also things... <laughs> <laughs> one of the super yeah. interesting things that i found out was i went to one of the stores and i was buying something and i talked to the guy that was there and he was a blizzard employee I said oh, what do you do for blizzard and he said i actually make he's like i'm in charge of the team that makes all the cinematics for blizzard games Oh, and so the guy was good. selling me Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's this guy that is like one of the key creative minds in the entire company. Yeah. And he's friendly and engaging yeah. and working a merch booth. Yeah. And I had an opportunity to interact with him. And that's not something you get to do at any other point throughout the year. Yeah. And so, like, those are kind of those special moments, I think, that, that mm -hmm. make BlizzCon unique to, to Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it's kind of like that, so, that, uh, that was super interesting. That streamer that was, you know, she was post, like, it's whatever, it's meet a dev or stream with a dev. And all of a sudden, Jeff Kaplan sits down, and she's like, wait, what? <laughs> I saw and, that and, like, clip. Like, it's just that. Like, that's, I think that's the thing that's so wild about the whole thing is 
these people are, I mean, you, you understand that they're responsible for games that you really enjoy, but they're also super, like in a weird way accessible, like in the right context, obviously. Um, but that, that's just, it's just wild. It feels like they keep creating these bonuses that don't make sense. And I think there's sort of this wonder that that creates around the games and the, the whole, I mean, the whole company, I guess, but... Uh, one big thing that we haven't really covered about BlizzCon is the cosplay, and I know mm. not all of us get it, but I mm. think we can certainly appreciate it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Was there one? Was there one cosplay that you saw, Overwatch or otherwise, that was just you know stood out from the rest? I think the one that probably um, struck me more than anything. And it's just because of my life circumstance as well, but we were going to pick up our Lucio O's, which are, I don't know, we can talk about that later. But, because um, <laughs> I think, I don't know who's purchased or who's consumed them or just sold them, but. Um, I mean, I just posted a video on YouTube about our family eating them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with ads and monetization. And, yeah. Um, the. Uh, but there was this family, and it was two young kids. I don't know what they were, you know, 12 and 9 they or something nine like that. 9 and 11. Yeah, okay, 9 and 11. Yeah. And then the mom, and they were all dressed up in, like, painted styrofoam. And, like, I, I mean, the, the costumes were, like, they were awesome. And you could totally tell that they put in a ton of work, and they looked pretty good. And so I think that was sort of the embodiment of it all for me, where it's like, this is a thing that, like, that families share together. And the, the cosplay element was one of those things where it was funny because, you know, BlizzCon happened a day after Halloween or two days or whatever it was. And I just remember thinking to myself, man, my daughter loves Halloween. And so she's probably going to cosplay because she's like, wait, I can Halloween other days? Yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> but but it, was just, it was fun to see that because, you know, again, for me, you know, cosplay is kind of a foreign concept. But then to mm -hmm. see that be an element shared with people, and then even walking around with people, and they're like, "Oh, hey, you're cosplaying. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's talk about things." It's like, what the heck, man? Like, yeah, it's just another point of connection. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and I'll probably I'm probably gonna steal yours, Evan. But um, to me, the most impressive cosplay I saw was actually this this little boy, and he was oh, uh, so good. He was Dr. Junkenstein. <laughs> oh. Bye, Evan. I just got charged off the map. <laughs> yeah. I did 656 damage to a widow and still died. But he had, I mean, he had everything. He had the hair, the goggles, the coat. He had so his good. tire that was made out of like aluminum foil. It was like <laughs> fantastic. So good. And he must have been six, maybe. That's so good. Yeah. I don't think his dad was cosplaying either. Like, it was just his thing. Yeah. Mm hmm. So and good. it was like it was this really magical good. moment where like you and I are standing in line, Evan, and like. We see him, and you're like, "Oh my goodness, I need a picture of that that kid." And like immediately, his line is called, and he goes away, like never to be seen again. Yeah, never to like, be seen. <laughs> Saddest <laughs> moment of my life. Yeah, he's stuck in the <laughs> stuck in the badge trading line for the rest of his life. You know that's yeah, not no, true. Yeah, no, I really liked it. that one. My favorite was not an Overwatch one actually. It was the um, Sylvanas Windrunner, and I was oh, talking yeah. to the lady, and she said she put a thousand hours of work into it, which is Sorry, just one? crazy. Nice. The amount of dedication. Um, I love Overwatch, but I have not put a thousand hours into it. Yeah. Mm. Oh no, I take it back. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna die. Oh, this May is driving me nuts. Yeah. I have, uh, I have a dragon. I don't think it matters. So the last thing about the uh, about BlizzCon is the Overwatch World Cup, which we've well, not right. really touched yet. Yeah, that's true. What'd you guys think? Yeah, before, we, before we do that, Shane, are you here? I am. I apologize. I'm on dinner duty, so I had to step away and oh, no, it's all good. take care of the... Yeah, I, I wanted to. I wanted to get BlizzCon from your perspective. I know you did virtual oh, yeah. ticket, but also, was there? So last year you didn't know people who went. I'm assuming. Uh, last year I. I'm trying to think. I think some people. So last year I was working at Amazon Games, uh -huh. and I Ryan think there was down. people from work that did go. Oh, okay. Was there kind of like a live play-by-play -play of things that were happening? Because I, I enjoyed that a lot. I think I felt like you were getting a really unique perspective 
watching it while we were like not watching it because you know Widow one, Widow one. alluded to that on the virtual ticket. Yeah, so like you were you were seeing some of the content that we weren't seeing because we were in line for badges, but it was just super fun to hear. Whoa, <laughs> Reinhardt just flew over a building. Um, it was super fun to hear the things that you were seeing while watching the virtual ticket content, and so I just didn't know if it was a. A kind of a unique experience with us being there and you watching, or if it felt about the same as before. Um, sorry, I think I'm jumbling your questions. So I didn't go last year. I have friends that went. Um, um, I the experience from watching from home. Sorry, I'm trying really hard to think and talk. That's fine. <laughs> play at the same time. <laughs> I'm not great at all of those things. You're alive, um, so that's that's what counts. Yeah. Let's see. So it's interesting from home i it it was cool hearing from you guys and like seeing your pictures and stuff um mm -hmm. i will say they so they introduced an apple tv app um, oh yeah and it was kind of a mess like it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't I, it was just hard to like find the things i wanted to watch yeah oh and so i found my i found myself um i'm gonna die oh Oh, apparently I can't heal through Maze Wall. Apparently. Um. Uh. So, timing was hard. Like, I, there was a couple of panels I wanted to watch and I was unable to, just because the timing. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, like I, I I watched the opening ceremony. Um. I watched a lot of the um, the World Cup stuff. Um, I watched the Blizzard uh, follow-up panel mm -hmm. um, about uh, Ash. Next one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's hard. What are my thoughts on it? It's, it's, it's hard to say. Like, is it worth the fifty dollars? They did up the price this year. Mm. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, it's, I, I will say, I like having the access afterwards, because mm -hmm. I've gone back and watched a few panels. Yeah. Um, and it was tricky, because I asked myself, well, I could go see the pictures and read about the descriptions of all the panels on Reddit mm. if I wanted to. But I, there's something about watching them myself mm -hmm. that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, you hammer down. The trays are back line. That was my head. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm rambling. I don't know if that really answers your questions. I I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Oh, I think it would probably be more fun in person. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Overall worth. Overall worth the price of a virtual ticket, or no? Uh, with the price oh. increase. Lines um, low behind. That's a tricky question because I think. Yes and no, if it can be both. <laughs> it um, can't. It can't? No, it has to be one. It has to be one. Um, I would say no then. Um, and here's my reasoning. The... 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 So, <laughs> this is kind of controversial. But the, the, the goodies, I think, are a huge part of buying the virtual ticket. Mm. I think that um, there's some sentiment out there that, like, people say, well, you bought the ticket for the... For the video and you get the goodies for free and, mm. and it doesn't matter if you like them or not it's it's you can't complain about it and i <laughs> think that's i think to me that doesn't ring true because mm. i think most people buy like you can watch the opening ceremony all the esports stuff for free so that's a mm. huge portion mm -hmm. of the virtual ticket yeah yeah. And then yeah. you can read about the panels online afterwards. So, like, I did just say I, I enjoyed watching them more than reading about them. Mm. But that information yep. If you there, want the I information, think, it's yeah. Available. Yeah. yeah. I, th I really do think most people are buying the virtual ticket for the goodies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it's fair. Yeah. 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 And, and this year's, like, batch of goodies mm -hmm. were, like, so-so at best. I love mm -hmm. the yeah, somber skin. Like, the somber skin was amazing, but then they came out and said, oh, they're going to make it available later. And it just feels like it takes away from that, like, yeah. uniqueness and specialness of being like, hey, I got Absolutely. this with BlizzCon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, so I think kind of speaking to that watching of things, 
um, Overwatch World Cup, I we I went to one match, the USA match, and then sobbed the rest of the BlizzCon <laughs> and comforted myself with badges. But um, th that was an interesting part of it for me. I found myself not really caring as much about the live events other than oh, like the championships because I f there were all these other things that you could do but only could do in person. Um, but but to that, you know, I I almost wish the World Cup was as like an independent event because it it was pretty wild this year. I mean, I guess at the end yeah, of the day, I will say, yeah. Okay. Well, just say at the, at the end of the day, South Korea won, and so that wasn't wild. But everything leading up <laughs> everything to it leading was pretty it. dramatic. Yeah. I would I would say though, even though South Korea won, the, I feel like the story there is China. Mm -hmm. Like they came out of nowhere. Yeah. It feels like, um, and gave everyone a run for their money mm -hmm. and it made it made the finals really interesting like yeah could they could they beat south korea i mean mm -hmm. they ended up not but mm -hmm. it was still like no. yeah right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was yeah. like going into it i mean even the casters were saying like maybe they could do it like they yeah. were still yeah yeah it was a, a yeah a completely new unknown shock to the world yeah for sure well not only them but also uk like uk yeah. was uh uk put up a good fight against oh obviously they trounced the u.s mm -hmm. um except that one map had, <laughs> except for the very first map <laughs> <laughs> but i think the story there is the uh like yeah. The story there for me is like the the next generation, if we can even yeah. call it that, of Overwatch League players. Like, because it seems like there's going to be an influx, especially with with new teams for season two, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of young talent. Yeah. Um, Top left. There's just going to be there's going to be opportunities for for more players to get into the Overwatch League. So there's going to be a lot of names that we weren't familiar with season one that we're going to we're going to know about mm -hmm. and i think a lot of them are going to come from the 2018 world cup yeah yeah i think that that was that's a great kind of uh, a perspective i think i was we were walking out of the hall uh, to get lunch or something and we walked right past jake but he was not in uh, obviously not in houston garb but he wasn't in playing garb he was in a suit and it just sort of struck mm -hmm. me i was like holy smokes man like this guy's already i mean he's still casting and such but He's already out of pro Overwatch. Like that's wild. And he so, is gonna play for season two. Okay, okay. Um, but but then to to see all this young talent on China in particular, that I mean surprised everyone. Yeah. It was just it kind of echoed that statement a little bit for me of like, man, there's a whole group of people that we don't even know about, and they're gonna be like the next kind of dominant, you know, run of Overwatch League. And then mm -hmm. obviously World Cup in the future too. But that was really fun to not, I guess, in essence, to not know who to root for. <laughs> you know, we yeah. have we have the handful of people that we like, and you know, half of them aren't in it anymore. And so it's like, okay, got to learn a whole new group of people. Yeah, well, it also speaks to the long-term health of the the game. I think yeah, when you absolutely. have that many players who are new, mm -hmm. um, it's it's good because a lot of the you know the U.S. team was was made up of five. Uh, or six Overwatch League players, and the seventh was a, a contenders player. Mm -hmm. But then you had other teams like China, mm -hmm. who had one Overwatch League player. Yeah. And so I, I, yeah, I and think it's UK. and the UK, mm -hmm. and I think that's good. And you saw how well those teams did. And so right. I think it speaks to the fact that there's a lot more talent out there than just the yeah yeah the few owl players that that sure. were in season one. Yeah. I'm gonna drop grab on. Oh no, I'm not. <laughs> I have my um, sister who doesn't care about video games or Overwatch or know anything about it. Um, mm, saw so sorry. Jake on on the video mm. um, and was like, "Oh, who's this guy?" <laughs> so, I mean, as much as we joke, he is a great ambassador for Overwatch, and I think you know he's attractive, and people are going to be interested in it. And there is becoming more and more of this like games are not video games are not fringe anymore they are yeah. mainstream mm -hmm. um, and yeah. jake is doing a lot for that because yeah. he's eloquent because he's he's talented and because he's good looking mm -hmm. yeah no it's very I true agree. yeah i was looking up some uh, demographic stats prior to blizzcon um just to, to get a sense like what what are the gamers that 
you know, what are, who are the people that play games, essentially. And it was 52% are men, and <laughs> the other <laughs> are women. And all of a sudden, I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is... Like, this is different than the, the stereotype, you know? Now, the men's room lines were much longer than the women's room lines at BlizzCon, but... Um, but it was just an interesting statement to what you're saying, like... It's, it, this, this stuff is broadening and becoming more, you know, widely accepted, I guess. It's, uh, yeah. I agree. Let's push the and it's not even that it's becoming more mainstream, because it, I think it was already mainstream. It, mm -hmm. it is just becoming more widely accepted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have grab. Alright, I have dragons. Roadhog. Resulting on the left. On the right, sorry. We got a Nerissa Mercy back here. Behind, behind, behind. I can't get her. Maze on her. Alright, Arissa's down. Hog ulting. On the payload. Alright, who's down? It was interesting too, Matt, you were saying that you didn't care a ton about the World Cup. Mm -hmm. um, because there were too many distractions. I also think that's because we have been to Overwatch League games enough. Yeah, 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 for sure. That we have n come to know and appreciate that experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we were drawn to the things that we haven't experienced yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, BlizzCon. And so it's like, well, I can go to an Overwatch League because it's in Southern California where we live. Mm -hmm. We can drive there. Yeah. BlizzCon happens once a year. We right. can go to an Overwatch League game, mm -hmm. you know, what, 40 times a year. Sure. And so there's a difference there. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I agree. Because the US got bounced early. You still mm -hmm. have dragons? I do. Ooh. Shield's down. Alright, far corner. Too late, sorry. Oops, Metro behind. She's out. Thank you. Try to get that widow. Oh, I'll take a mercy instead. And where is love? We one. Yeah, something I'd really love to know. Fashion. Fashion hooked. Fashion down. Nice. Um, I'd love to hear from somebody who doesn't play Overwatch how watchable it is. I was really struck. I mean, I played World <laughs> of Warcraft for a long time. But I was really struck at how hard it was to follow Arena. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I'm I'm curious if Overwatch League just brought or Overwatch in general just broadcasts so much better. It seems like it does to me. Mm. But I don't know. I, I wouldn't be the one to judge that. <laughs> yeah, well, we the like other it, thing. So yeah. yeah. We are. We have bias. But the mm -hmm. other thing I think that's interesting to point out is I think we all agreed at certain points throughout the convention that it seems like Overwatch has supplanted some of the more popular yeah. or yeah. considered popular titles as mm -hmm. like one of the premier titles of yeah, Blizzard. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, betw like between hey guys. how crowded... Yeah. I'm sorry, I got a bounce. I'm oh, going to say good. goodbye to all of you guys and to yeah. Yeah, the audience out there. It was fun. Uh, and I'll catch you later. Alright. Later, dude. See, See ya. ya. Bye. I mean, I was just gonna say that I think that the amount of Overwatch gear that we saw, the amount of Overwatch cosplay, mm -hmm. the packed arenas for every match of the Overwatch World Cup, mm -hmm. um, the desire for Overwatch stuff, so pins and mm -hmm. badges, um, like, it just seemed like there was an overwhelming craving for overwatch yeah um it was interesting because i didn't realize this but they had an overwatch demo area where you could play ash on the convention floor and i think there were i didn't i didn't get an individual count but i estimate that there were 400 computers <laughs> where you could test it 400 and then i was mentioning that to somebody else and they said there were 16 for starcraft like 16 one six one six Wow. And so the difference between the and then I heard the Diablo section was empty. Now I heard Hearthstone and Heroes of the Storm had you know people that wanted to play them. Mm. Wow! I walked by and when I walked by when I was looking at Warcraft 
three reforged and even um, classic mm -hmm. both of those sections there were plenty of empty computers mm -hmm. and the, wa uh, the uh, overwatch line was long the entire time mm -hmm. yeah yeah and so i think you're right i think it has become one of if not the most popular game in the yeah. Blizzard franchise well and they yeah. also had the the mystery items that they were revealing after the opening ceremonies and of those like <laughs> whoa Nice shot. Of those, like, 15 <laughs> items, Overwatch had nine of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, well, nice also, also, um, Heroes of the Storm introduced a new hero, just like Overwatch did. It was a, it was a female character, just like Overwatch was, and, like, uh, you don't hear hardly anything about, I think her name was Ophelia, or... Or mm -hmm. Orphea. Orphea? Orphea. And I mean, like, Ash is the big news. You go onto Blizzard's website, mm -hmm. oh, there's a Bastion straight back. You go onto Blizzard's website, and it's, like, the top thing is, like, get Ash gear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They say that carefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's true, and it's it's really interesting because uh, somebody made the comment that BlizzCon in the past is, like, a WoW convention. Uh, it's like, you know, WoWCon with some fringe friends. Um, and obviously, mm -hmm. you know, StarCraft has its following and has Diablo and Hearthstone and all those. But WoW is really kind of the dominant juggernaut IP. And all of a sudden now, like, Overwatch is, I mean, it's cruising. And so yeah. it's, it's really interesting to see that. And so I think it's funny because they're, they're such different games. Um, for a lot of, you know, for people to switch from WoW to Overwatch is... I mean, it's sort of odd because you're talking first-person shooter versus MMO. And it's just it's just a different game altogether, but um, it seems like that's what's happening. Pinata in the center. I have uh, dragons. Do we hold it? Or? I'm 80. Alright, well, any other thoughts on uh, BlizzCon? Well, I think overall... Uh, it's Overwatch going, League, World Cup. Going again. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I would say yes as well. Yeah. yeah, I think for and me the challenge. Not so much for the World Cup, which we probably would have said that was going to be the highlight. Yeah, absolutely. Going into it. Yeah, I'll always that believe that cool. USA can do it. Yeah, well, next no year. matter what. Next year. Um, but I, I think to me that was kind of the thing that was indicative of a winner of an event is when the thing that you go for is not the only thing of of merit. You know, like there's just there's a you lot still of have really dragons? Good stuff. I do, yeah. Uh, bring it on... No, I'll just oh. get him with normal arrows. Don't need to now. Oh, I feel bad if I don't... Oh, I'm sorry everybody. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's good, uh, a good place to end it. So, um, next week we'll talk about different things other than BlizzCon. Uh, but it felt like a good one to start off with because it's kind of a big deal. That's right. Mm -hmm. So thanks for joining the uh, joining the group tonight, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.